Welcome to the Psychology World Podcast. I'm Connor Whiteley, bringing you with psychology news, articles and other interesting psychology related articles. You where I can find the podcast notes and more interesting psychology related things and you can get your free 8 psychology book box set at connorwhiteley.net. Now let's get on to the show. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 150 of the Psychology World Podcast with me, Connor Whiteley. And today's episode is on what are the mental health benefits and disadvantages for marijuana use. So I thought this would be a really interesting podcast episode today. I'd like to celebrate that we're halfway to episode 200. I really am looking forward to though. And it is Friday the 13th of May 2022 as I record this. So we're moving on to the psychology news section, beginning from the British Psychological Society Research Digest, and there's some quite funny ones here today. For example, the first one. Why phrases like rowdy bows and moose ooze seems funnier. Which is the funnier? Large, small, or moose ooze? And there are two more examples, but I can't do them on the podcast because they're slightly ruder. That and I don't want the podcast to be labelled as um explicit because then it gets banned from tons of countries or yeah well, automatically. If you went for the second each time, you'll be in a good company. In a new study, participants gave words a parent in the second said the highest humour rating, whilst those in the first languished near the bottom. One very obvious difference is that those in the second said reference sex or bodily secretions, whilst the others don't. But Cynthia OQC at the National University of Singapore, along with Thomas Edgar and Thomas T. Hills at the University of Warwick, also identified broader factors at play. In their paper in the Journal of Experimental Psychology, Learning, Memory and Cognition, they argued that these factors explain why a gangster pastor, for example, is a funnier than insulting nickname. Oh, interesting. So yes, it would be nicer to actually like um, show you with like other two examples. So, but again, though, like I don't really want to risk the podcast just for the sake of two examples. <laughs> but the psychology of humour is always really interesting to like study, though. Like not only like as a person, but also like as a writer too. Though, so it's actually quite interesting to see. But the next one I do like. Well, not so much that I like it, but I find it interesting. <laughs> Women candidates are seen as less electable, which makes voters less likely to support them. Politics in the UK is becoming increasingly diverse, but there's still a ways to go. When it comes to gender, the portion of women in the House of Commons is at an all-time high, but at 35% it's still far from representative of the population. A new study published in PNAS looks at barriers to women being elected, and the Stanford University team finds even voters who would prefer a female candidate show a level of pragmatic bias. If they believe that women candidates face barriers, that makes them less electable, and they are less likely to vote for them. Okay, now this is quite interesting because, well, because personally, I prefer female candidates, though, because I just really feel that, like, sometimes... Like we need to, like women like um candidates or, like just to like like shake up politics though because like women like have their own like experiences backgrounds opinions etc which might help actually like um shake up politics a bit more so interesting and it is a shame because I do like female political candidates um and the final one is here's how actors differ in their ability to read their own bodily signs 
how is it that some people can slip into another character so perfectly that they can win plaza while the rest of us struggle with attack at all? Good actors have to con that they arrange of emotions, and one way that we feel and control other animations is by tuning into bodily signals, such as the more rapid heartbeat that comes with excitement, fear, or joy. So it reasoned Peter Omshaw at the University of Denver, and really apologised, I've just butchered the name, and her colleagues. Perhaps actions are better at sensing, than, right, at sensing these as signals, a process known as interoception. So, but there's not a lot of that I can actually say about like, this psychology news article, right? Because actors, to be honest though, I think that uh, because it's easier said than done, right? Then when it comes to, like tuning in the type of these signals, though, because of that does take a training, though. So it's just something to like, bear in mind and to be aware of. So that's enough psychology news section. So let's move on to the personal update. So we're moving on to the personal update. So uh, this week I've been like very busy doing like different like, business uh, pieces. There were, for example, like, I've been working up on like finishing the like literature review, and thankfully like that's done now. And I'm not actually going there to go into like too much depth about that because, as I've like mentioned before, like part of my psychology coursework is to write a like reflective diary, and that's what I'm actually going into like depth reflecting on this and actually offering like, tons of uh, people tips that I'm um, sort of like, writing like, as a book available that will be released next year. So if you're interested in like um, placement news, work experience and just like general tips, then definitely check that out. But it was interesting uh, to like work on like, the psychology graphs, uh, the literature summary tables, which I actually like never heard of before doing like this project. And that's what I really like actually doing at this placement because I get to learn about tons of new stuff that they don't necessarily teach you in um, lectures. But like, aside from that, it was my birthday weekend like last week. So I like um, I got to spend tons of time with like family and friends. I summer we went like um, at a phone. There was a like um escape room, but I think there was too many people there to be honest. And it actually wasn't like, that's a good compared to one that I did with like my um university lot in like December last year. But it was still a nice um birthday present. <laughs> And then on Sunday, it was a massive uh, um, family a barbecue that was like, really a good weekend all around. And as always, I always like, love to hear your thoughts and feelings on today's episode. So you can always email me, conwhitely, conwhitely.net. You can always leave a comment at the show notes at conwhitely.net forward slash podcast. And you can always tweet me on Twitter at sci-fi-whitely. I always love to hear from all of you because it really helps make the podcast feel more like a conversation. And today's episode has been sponsored by a normal psychology, the causes and treatments of depression, anxiety, and more third edition. So this is such a brilliant book for today's episode though, because marijuana, it's a it's a drug that has a has a tons of benefits and disadvantages, to be honest, mainly like, mainly like disadvantages on our behaviour. Well from our, our cognition to our biology. So this is really important to actually like understand though. So the reason why this is a great, really easy to understand book book is a, a good a sponsor for today's episode it's because it actually features a like drug section section though so it actually teaches us how we do other drugs affect our behavior though and then it also focuses on like the on the like depression anxiety and like um, schizophrenia though so it goes through all of the different courses of those con additions of us this is a really interesting book like um even if you're not that interested in the uh, drug use so there's abnormal psychology, the causes and treatments of depression, anxiety, and more. Third edition available from all major ebook retailers, and you can get the uh, payback and the hardback version from Amazon at your local bookstore and local library if you request it. So that's enough for the personal update. Let's move on to the content part of today's episode. 
So we're moving on to the content part of today's episode. So we're going to be talking about what are the mental health pros and cons of marijuana use. And because it's a really good introduction, in like my opinion, I'm actually just going to dive straight into it. So with the increasing legislation of marijuana across the world, it raises a lot of important questions that haven't been answered for mental health professionals and psychologists. Also, Given the very lax attitude in my experience of university security guards towards marijuana, it is a very popular choice amongst younger people. This only adds to the concern from psychologists and health professionals. Also, I shouldn't mention that in addition to marijuana use that being legal in Canada and other places in the United States, marijuana use for medical reasons is illegal in 36 states and using it for recreational use is legal in 18. However, this does raise an awful amount of questions for psychologists as we all try to find our way through these rapidly changing times through research, informed opinions and policy making. Yet despite a significant amount of recently conducted research on marijuana use and its effects, there is still a lot of unanswered questions that we need to solve before we can even begin to fully understand how to safely incorporate marijuana use into our practices and wider societies. What are the benefits of marijuana use for mental health? As much as I love the history, and especially ancient times, even though of course I would never want to live there, <laughs> I have never paid too much attention, uh, attention uh, to their drug use, but other people have. Therefore, since ancient times, marijuana has been used widely for its medical and euphoric effects. For example, marijuana does have a strong anti-inflammatory effects that does help um, pain relief. In addition, marijuana can be used to reduce um, nausea in, that, in cancer patients who are undergoing chemotherapy. And there is some evidence to suggest that marijuana could help those that are suffering from PTSD, multiple cirrhosis, glycoma, HIV slash AIDS and some forms of epilepsy. Then uh, just to make things even more interesting, there is some very early research that was uh, conducted by the neuroscientist Gary Wien that uh, suggested that marijuana could uh, be used to help prevent memory loss in ageing in aging by uh, reducing inflammation in uh, the brain. Of course, because this research was done so long ago, it has to be redone not with uh, modern methods to test the findings, but still very interesting to consider. Then, in terms of psychology, some clients use it to treat insomnia, depression, and anxiety with them levels of success. Yet, it has to be noted that sometimes it completely fails and it makes the condition a lot worse. Worse. Also, marijuana use in the over 60s has increased by 75% in the last three years, with many of these people using marijuana to help their chronic medical conditions and the anxiety that comes up with aging as well as marijuana's so-called ability to expand consciousness, um, leads to uh, smokers and to users having a better uh, appreciation for the simple pleasures of life, like listening to music, being out in nature, and in enjoying uh, good food. Overall, I think that it's very clear that there are some potentials of marijuana use for form pain management and alleviating um, symptoms in other conditions, yet given that there is not great certainty about it working every time, as the negatives blow, I'm still not convinced. What are the negatives of marijuana use for mental health? So moving on to the negatives, I do partly wish that this was a much shorter section than the positives, but it won't be because the negative effects are vast and they are even worse for adolescents and young adults like university students. Since a recent study in New Zealand found that people who were started using marijuana 
in the early teens had long-term memory in right in impairments with a lowering of the IQ, poorer academic and the job performance, as well as a greater risk of a depression later on in adulthood. Additionally, for people who had a traumatic background and adverse childhood egg experiences, they found right they had a higher risk of developing this pattern of impairments as well as that they are four to seven times more likely to become dependent on marijuana, alcohol and other drugs. Personally, I think that's simply a tragedy and I don't want people to suffer to suffer at all with poor job performance and academic performance and to get an increased chance of suffering from a mental health condition. Moreover, marijuana use causes an increase in, in postiness, paranoia, apathy, uh, heightened anxiety and impaired driving skills, which is most probably uh, because of the higher strength and potency of the HTC, which is the psychoactive component found in uh, today's marijuana, compared to the 1960s, with there being a, a greater risk of marijuana triggering a psychosis, even in the people were without a genetic deposition to a schizophrenia. But what about adults? Unfortunately, it doesn't get any better for adults, because all the negative side effects that occur in young adults and adolescents happen in adults too. Sure, there are some particular side effects that are more concerning in adolescents and young adults. For example, the brain still actively develops up to a person's late 20s, so using marijuana doesn't, doesn't exactly help their brain health. Also, since 2019, in the United States ER rooms, have seen dramatic increases in adolescents coming in for, for problems when marijuana was involved. So no one is exactly sure why, but it is thought to be a combination of the rise of um, vaping, the stress of the COVID-19 pandemic, and the uh, decrease of perceived risk of, uh, of marijuana use. Finally, yeah, there is a good amount of evidence that smoking marijuana has harmful benefits on the lungs, since it has caused an increase in in bronchitis and other chronic lung conditions. A more reflective conclusion on Ethink. Despite the benefits and, and dangers of marijuana used to discuss in this episode, I should note that we know a lot about marijuana. We know that it can be effective in treating certain conditions and we know the dosage that is best in some situations, amongst other things. However, we also know that we need a lot more research to help us stamp out some of the questions and flesh out what we already know. All this research will help us to understand what is best for people, society and treatment as a whole. Nonetheless, it is a shame that as a society we are moving very quickly towards marijuana legalisation without knowing all the facts. Also, it's a shame that tons of people think marijuana is a lot less dangerous than alcohol, other drugs and other illegal substances when there is a greater evidence suggesting it is just as dangerous. Overall, there is a lot more work to do that needs to be done and it will be interesting to see what the future holds for marijuana use, policymaking and psychotherapy as a whole. So I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. This is definitely an episode that I've been wanting to do for a little while because even though I've never smoked and I never will smoke it, I just, you know, but like I knew that it does happen quite a lot at like universities, which, <laughs> which at the time I was actually quite like shocked about. But then, yeah, but then I sort of like realised that, oh, right, so this is what some university students do. That was, that was quite, it was actually quite interesting and quite a learning experience though. So personally, I would never do it, but I did just want to see what are some of the benefits and what are some of the like, drawbacks. Because we can 
know of for something. Like I knew there were dangers and I knew there were negatives of marijuana smoking. But I actually didn't know that nitty gritty that was. So hopefully that you really enjoyed today's episode. And if you know someone who would enjoy it, then please share it with them. I'm always really grateful when you wonderful people help us with the words about the uh, podcast. And definitely check out A Normal Psychology, The Causes and Treatments of Depression, Anxiety and Mom, third edition. Available in all of the usual places. But if you didn't want to buy a book, but you want to give the podcast a bit of like one-time support, then you can now buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Connor Whitesley. So have a great day everyone and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to see the show notes, then please go to connorwhitesley.net. And if you want a free Ada book psychology box set, then please go to connorwhitesley.net. Have a great day and I'll see you next time.